Eddie Caruana has been chairman of the Melbourne Greyhound Racing Club for 20 years, at least. And he's uh, finally stepping back, but he's still going to be a director. How are you, Eddie? Good, thanks, Sean. How are you? I'm good. Is it 20 years or 20 years plus? Uh, as, as chairman, 20, nearly 22 years, but uh, on the board since 95, yeah, about 27 years. Wow. Eddie, you love your Greyhound Racing. Take us back <laughs> to the start. How did you first get involved? Oh, you Sean, go back a long way, mate. You, you might remember some of these those days, actually. Uh, mid-60s, I, got, I came out here at about 15-year-old, and uh, someone took me to Olympic Park after, not long after I arrived here, and I, I, that's it. I was hooked. I was there every Monday for the next, whatever it was, 25 years. Until, what, until we got kicked out of there, yeah? What a great track it was, Olympic Park, wasn't it? <laughs> it was good, wasn't it? It was a good location and uh, fantastic atmosphere, you know. Three, four thousand plus people every week at the park across across the MCG car park walk to, to get to the joints and all that. Yeah, it was fantastic. A lot of people would walk down after work, kind of a few drinks, then gather after work on the Monday night. And, yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. The, what do you want? Yeah. We were talk, talking about it with a mate the other day. The number of bookies who used to be there, Eddie. Incredible. Oh, 50 plus, mate. It's, yeah. hard, it's hard to. That's what I said to the young people these days. They were never going to experience what we did, you know, all those years ago. We, and they had to fight your way through the crowd to get a bet on you. To the bookmaker, it was unbelievable. Now, you'd remember this, and uh, I won't name the gentleman concerned, but he set off a plunge one night, he backed one, one of the best orchestrated goes I've seen. And what he did, he had people stationed in front of the bookies with the money, and he stood, <coughs> there was a, a whole set of stairs down there, and he, he got up there, and he had a, ribbons for every colour of the boxes. Yeah. And what he did, he said, keep an eye on me, when I'm ready, I'll pull out one of the ribbons and hold it up and go bang and back the, that dog. So that way he never told anyone. No one could open their mouth and spill the beans on which dog and was being back. Off his odd, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> and they just went crash and it got the chockies as well. Yeah, there's a few, few of those, uh, of those plunges back then, even there in Sandown, you know, they were fantastic. They were very, very exciting days, you know. They were. Uh, I mean, now these days at the Meadows, and um, George Ferrugia made a good point before. He said, you worked really hard along with the committee uh, and the board there at the MGRA to make it a family-friendly thing, that mum, dad and the kids come to the dogs. Yes, that's been our focus since we moved in there. You know, we had our first being there in February 1999. And, uh, and, and you know, the location where we are, you know, it's, uh, it's a working-class suburb of Meadows and, and surrounding areas, you know, got Craig in there. The Bandura and all those places around the place, and uh, so we always thought that young families with young kids there and are looking for cheap entertainment, and uh, you know, and, and we're focused on that ever since. And I think it's I think it's worked fine because we get a lot of young people there, and that's obviously our future. What sort of feedback do you get from them, Eddie, when you you have a chat with them? Because I'd imagine you do that regularly. Oh, we do it regularly, and if, if you know, like like in recent uh, years, we know with the pandemic causing havoc to everyone. When we haven't, we've sort of had a few, few, a few less than normal. People do make comments, you know, when are you going to have the next family day and all that, you know. So, which we've got one coming up next month, by the way. Yeah. Over the years <laughs> of your your involvement in greyhound racing, what's been the best thing that's happened to to greyhound racing? Oh, gee, well, I think, I think in a, in, a, in a backhanded way, Sean and. In 2015, when we had the you know bit of controversy with the live baiting incidents and all yeah. that, I think that's really, really, you know, we obviously suffered from that. But but the long term viability of, of the sport got enhanced by by the reforms we've put in since then, and uh, 
and it's a much better sport now than it was. And uh, yeah, and and I think I think the young people are keen to get involved now more than ever. Mm. So that's that's the beauty of it. Yeah. And for those who you know, think the untoward actions can still be, you know, can still get away with it, what they don't realise or don't think about, you only got to whack a, um, a drone up above and they get footage of whatever you're doing. Oh, that's right. Look, those days are gone and, yeah. and, and thank God for that, yeah. And uh, I think, you know, you, look, look, Sean, you and I know that when, um, whenever there's money involved, there's always someone that will have a crack, yeah, no matter what you do. There's only that 1% that will have a go. But, but you know, we, we've got very good regulators now. And, and anyone that tries any of that sort of stuff is, is weeded out of the industry, yeah? Eddie, about an hour ago, I was talking with Jacob Liddell. He's a young guy who writes track work for Paddy Payne, and he, yes, tra- yes. he started training greyhounds, and he trained to treble. Only had 30 runners, but trained to treble on the weekend. And he mentioned how good it was that Robert Britton had put his feeding regime up on the Grand Race of Victoria website for everyone to see. And what a help it had been. We rang Robert, and he got on and had a chat together. And now yeah. he, he'll catch up with Robert at the track and say day and uh, almost like a mentor to him. Yeah, well, that's that's what Robert is like. You know, Robert's been one of the stalwarts of our game, as you know. And the whole, I think the whole business family, going back from his father, Alan, his brother Jeff, and his sister, sister Linda in WA, they've been fantastic for greyhound racing. And, and Robert's always been keen to help anyone that's in the game. And uh, so, yeah, so I'm not surprised at that. And, uh, and yeah, that's what, that's what we need, more of that uh, in the industry. Because, as I said, without young people involved, our future won't be as good, yeah? You're finding more young ones are taking on a greyhound now. This young fella, he'd be in his early to mid twenties, young Jacob, and uh, he's got about five. Yeah, no, no. As I say, in fact, since we've come back from the, from the COVID, you know, restrictions on us, we've back to come back to the full full people on track. That's that's been my biggest uh, eye opener is that so many young people get to the track these days. You know, it's, it's amazing. The you know, Phoenix night was a, a perfect example of that. You know, it was. The young, the young people involved there was was fantastic, and it's great to see. So yeah, so that's good. Well, the Phoenix night you took on a Melbourne Cup, uh, you know, the other carnival type feel, and uh, referring to the race, you know, the horse racing that it, the, you had the the marquees, the whole lot, and there was a very young crowd. It was, it was, and the atmosphere, you know, was really and you know sports, but uh, to the credit with uh, with uh, you know with the um, <coughs> they invited all the young people there for the night, and of course, you know, with Walsh is fast winning. Winning the Phoenix for the second year in a row obviously helped help the atmosphere a hell of a lot. Now, I believe she trialled out there the other day. Where she's fast? Yeah, no, I haven't heard that actually. Oh, no, I heard she she'd gone around again. Eddie, looking forward for greyhound racing, you must still have a vision of things you want to see. Uh, firstly, prize money is just going through the roof. It is absolutely amazing and value for money. You can't do better than greyhound racing. And that's right, Sean. And that's and, and, and as I say, we're talking about young people getting involved. And not only young people, a lot of people involved in horse racing and 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 harness racing that are, that are getting involved in the, in, the, in you know in, in in our sport. And I get a lot of phone calls from people asking how how they can get into our sport because they hear of the prize money, you know. And like when you think you know a country race, uh, a, you know group to race a country cup is worth forty seven thousand dollars for the winner, for the winner, not 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 the whole race. That's uh, that's sensational, yeah. Eddie, syndication must be one of the best things you've seen happen for owners. Yeah, well, you know, as you know, George is on your team, and he, you talk to George a hell of a lot. Well, he's, he's one, uh, one of the best people there are to get involved with. You know, he's he's another one. You know, you spoke about Robert Britton before helping young people. Well, George is the same. He'll, you know, he'll help anybody that's... And in fact, whenever I get people asking me about breeding or buying a pup and this, I refer them to George. So, yeah.
How many dogs have you raced over the years, Eddie? Oh, mate, geez, I remember I remember you and I racing one together <laughs> many, many years ago. That's <laughs> so what you and uh, Ronnie Hawksville and who else was in it, I can't remember. We've yeah. had a few. I remember when they had the dog auctions at Sandown. I bought two there one day with, yes, Tom, yes. with Tommy Reed, yeah. And um, one of them we call Regal, Regal Remedy. I think he, he won a couple. He won at Sandown. And John mm-hmm. Stevens was there, and we booked out the, th- the bottom two rows. We had that many people turn up. Yeah. <laughs> I syndicated the dog, and when he got the got the chockies, they just went absolutely, you know what? <laughs> they yeah. loved it. it was great fun. Yeah, that was really good, really good. I remember uh, that dog we just spoke about, you know, when I used to get it, was called uh, Well Groomed, I think. That's memory. right, yeah, Well Groomed. And he won- <laughs> now, I'll tell you something funny. He won the Bendigo Thousand Maiden. That's exactly right. And Tony Lockett ran second and third in the race. And recently, Tommy Reid, who trained him, um, gave me some yeah. old videos to copy across on the DVD for him. And I just had them running through. And I heard, well, Grant, I thought, oh, it's me dog. And I've gone in and had a look. And uh, here's Plugger handling the second dog. And he had the best mullet you've ever seen. Yes, he did. He did. And, uh, and I remember Tommy was dirty on us because none of us supposedly keen on us turned up for the race. <laughs> <laughs> I... <laughs> It's funny the memories you have of those tracks. Remember one night we had one there and the stewards called in and said, didn't think the dog chased. <laughs> the reply was, did it ever occur to you he mightn't be able to run any faster? That's right. That's right. <laughs> all of a sudden the stewards go, that's a fair enough point actually. So we've got prize money all under control. Where else can we improve greyhound racing, Eddie? Oh, look, I think we, I think it's, uh, we, really it's, we're not doing that much wrong. We need to streamline a few, few little things, but it's always a challenge, you know. And uh, and I noticed that our uh, marketing uh, guru uh, Louis Martin is moving on. So uh, we obviously, uh, I think, Stuart Lang's got a big job ahead of him to, uh, you know, uh, he took over from Alan Clayton, and he's he's got a good job, big job to uh, re, you know, re, refigure, I suppose, the the marketing department and stuff like that. But apart from that. We're all going good, and uh, as I said, as long as we can keep the young people involved and interested, you know, we, we, the example is our committee, you know, that's why I stepped down, because, as you know, uh, Sean, I'm getting on in years, and, uh, and and it's always hard to get young people involved. We were lucky that the NGRA that we've got a couple of, two or three very young people, and Barbara Beckley, who's taken over from my role, she, she, she's fantastic, she'll do a great job, I'm sure, and... Uh, and the club's in a very good financial situation, so 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 yeah, so yeah. And I think I think the future all goes well for all of us, yeah, and all the all the up and coming young people. I was talking when I was talking with George Fridge earlier. He said it's interesting. We, you know, the code is prepared to try things. Torrellan have got the J Turn track, the only one in Australia. What do you think of that one? Yeah, well, I, I well, I, I I see it as a straight track. To be honest, the J Turn track is not much difference to uh, to. To Hillsville, in mm. my opinion, and uh, and uh, yeah, well, look, look, there's room for everything. I'm, I've always, I'm, I'm old school, yeah, and, and uh, I like to watch races so close, close, close to the action. The circle tracks, or as we call them, the two turn tracks, are my favourites, and always will be, you know. And uh, Sandown and Sandown and the Meadows, I think you can't go past mm. them. When, you, when you've got a big race and the atmosphere is, you know, is, is electrifying, electric you know, so that's. That's my opinion, but uh, that other aspects are different, obviously. But <laughs> now, Eddie, when you look back over the years, all your years in greyhound racing, the best sprinter and the best stayer you've seen. 
best printer I, I go back, as I say, I go back a long, long way, and uh, my, I don't know what it's the best, but I'll give you my two all-time favourites, yeah? Mm-hmm. A guy that uh, trained dogs for a long time successfully, and uh, you'd remember him, Sean, uh, he passed away not that long ago, Joe Healy. Uh, he had he, he's had a string of good good dogs and and I'm really going back in, in time now that uh, he had a he had a, he had a dog that when, uh, won a Melbourne Cup went second the next year and then he won the Australian Cup a dog called Tangaloa. Oh, Tangaloa was a great dog, great sire. Great dog and a great sire. That's right. And and, and going back further than that. Back in the late sixties, he had a he had a staying bitch called Landina, mm. and and she was my my all time favorite favorite stayer because I was on my honeymoon in uh, in, in Sydney that that uh, that week when she won there at seven or two and I was there at one of the parks so extended <laughs> our honeymoon by a week. <laughs> <laughs> and your favorite trainer over all the years? Oh, you know, oh, look, no doubt. This is a bit of showing a bit of bias here, but I've been. I've been friends with Gary Ennis yep. for a long, long time, and uh, you know he's, he's giving it away now. His son Jamie and and his and his wife Brooke, they they they, they do a great job. But Gary Gary's strike rate as a trainer second to none. In the modern era, like recent, recent ones, you know people like Michelle Melio, I, I I'm always bewildered. You know her strike rate is sensational. You know she gets so many winners and uh, with, with not such a big team. So, mm. but yeah, but Gary's probably the best. Now, Eddie, you mentioned when you came out to Australia. Where did you come from? Which country were you born? I came from Malta, yep. a little tiny, tiny island in the middle of the Mediterranean, and came out years ahead when I was 15 after my dad passed away 12 months before that. And uh, and it was a real eye-opener. So we coming from a small island yeah. and landed in Melbourne. Took my sister to a job interview at, in Collins Street at the Commonwealth Building and seeing all those big buildings and that, there was something to behold, yeah? And a week later, you finished up at the dogs, and that was it. You were hooked. Yeah, not about a week, but soon, soon after that, I was inside. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> Fantastic, Eddie. Great to catch up. And as I said, well over well twenty-two years, whatever, as chairman of the Melbourne Greyhound Racing Association, you're stepping down from that role, but we'll still be there as the director on the board and uh, helping out. And uh, the good thing is, getting families to the dogs and letting people have a good time. That's what it's all about, isn't it? That's what I enjoy doing, yes. So I'll be there. You know, I'll still be going to the, to the dogs, and obviously on a Saturday night and, and Thursday at Sand, I'm going to catch up with all my friends there. So, yeah, so. It's Eddie, good. It's good. great to catch up. Thanks for joining me. Good on you, Sean. Thanks. Bye. Eddie Caruana from the Melbourne Greyhound Racing Association.